Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries. We're impacting lives and changing the world. Join us as we dive into the Word of God. Good morning, church. We welcome you to our online service this morning. I'm sure that you will be blessed as we we dub into the Word of God. The Word of God will bring a revelation to your heart and will cause a change that will make you a better believer or, you know, for your walk with the Lord to get better and stronger. Amen. But let's start off with prayer. Father, we thank you. Thy word is true. The written word of God has been given to us to, 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 to set us on course, to help us, to direct us, to lead us, and to guide us into all truth. So we pray in the name of Jesus, as we dub into your word, we pray that we will receive understanding and that we will be equipped with your word to to, to live a life that is worthy of your name, that we are able to do all that you've called us to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Well, we're excited about what God is doing and I'm sure that in your homes, you are receiving God's blessing. The goodness of God is resting upon your life wherever you are today in Jesus' name. Now, I want to share with you um, briefly the secret of David's success as a king. We've talked about Saul, but I want to talk to you about the secret of David. David was successful. And what was the secret of um, his success? And I'll start off reading um, Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13, verse 22. Um, I'll read, and, and when he had removed him, he raised up for for them David as king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Very interesting that, the, I mean, this is um, the, the book of us testifying about David and um God is talking about David to be the man after my own heart. And he says, who will do all that I command him to? And um, I want to read it in the Message Bible. Um, Thank you, Lord. It says that uh, the message is intertwined with 20. So I'll read it all from verse 20. 20, you got it. Um, It says, up to this time, up to the time of Samuel, the prophet, God provided uh, judges to lead them. But then they asked for a king and God gave them Saul, son of Cush, out of the tribe of Benjamin. 
After Saul had ruled for 40 years, God removed him from office and put King David in his place. With this commandment, I have, I have, I have searched the land and found this David, the son of Jesse. He's a man whose heart beats to my heart. A man who will do what I tell him. It says, a man whose heart beats to my heart. Now, David's identity, we know this scripture very well. David is known as, you know, God taught, said about David, David, a man after my own heart. But he says, the, the message says, whose heart beats to mine heart. In other words, David's heart and God's heart face each other. They come together. David looks, turns his heart towards God. And it is very, very important that we as believers, you see, the secret of our heart, God knows. He knows all the intents of our heart. And he chose David because he looked in David's heart and saw that David's heart is right for, for, for what God wants him to do. And he says that he will do all that I ask him to. David never did anything without asking the Lord what if the Lord wanted him to do it or not. I mean, David fought battles. He fought wars. He killed. But every time David was set up to go, before he set up to go to a war, he would ask the Lord, you know, and, and I, have, I have nine different uh, situations that David inquired of the Lord. First Samuel, we're not going to read these scriptures, but I'm just going to mention them. First Samuel 23 to um, verse 2, he says that David inquired of the Lord. First Samuel 23, verse 4, he says, David inquired of the Lord. First Samuel 23, verse uh, 10, David inquired of the Lord. First Samuel 23, verse 12, David inquired of the Lord. First Samuel 30, verse 8, David inquired of the Lord. Second Samuel, verse 2, Second Samuel verse one, David inquired of the Lord. Second Samuel verse five, Second uh, uh, Samuel chapter five, sorry, verse nineteen, David inquired of the Lord. Second Samuel chapter five, verse twenty-five, David inquired of the Lord. And um, David, uh, first Second Samuel twenty-one, verse one, David inquired of the Lord. Whatever David set out to do, he seek God's approval. He seeks God's direction. You see, David's heart was towards the Lord. So he dare not do anything without asking his master. Without asking the one that has called him to that office. You see, um, David was a man who feared God. He had a lot of faith. We know the story of David and Goliath. David, 
approached Goliath with just a sling, knowing that the God that he served, the God that has protected him from bears and lions and so on, that God will continue to protect him. His heart was so clenched unto God that he dared not do anything without asking, and so without asking the Lord, and so he was confident in his God. Hallelujah. You know, um, the Hallelujah. It's 2 Samuel chapter 22. And I'm going to read from this um, 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel. Chapter 22. Um, verse 22, it says, let me go back to 21. He says, the Lord rewards me for doing right. He, comp he compensated me because of my innocence. 22, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. For all his laws are constantly before me. I have never abandoned his principles. 24, I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewards me for doing right because of my innocence in his sight. David was fully persuaded that it was important for him to do right. If he is ever going to seek, if he's ever going to get the approval of the Lord that has called him, he had to do things in the right way. You and I, you know, I mean, I, I got this, I'm reading the Bible, the, the one-year Bible through, and you see what David went through because of Saul. Every step of David's life, as long as Saul was alive, was a threat. Because Saul seek to destroy David. David never, never, never took it personally. David never seek Saul's life. As much as Saul seeks David's, li um, David's life, David will dare not touch Saul. See, David reflects back and see the things that God has done for him. When he first wanted to go and, uh, um, and face Goliath, he mentioned the things that God has done for him. The things that God has protected him in situations that God has protected him from. And because of that, he was so confident in his God. And it didn't matter how much Saul tried to take David's life. I counted seven times David, uh, Saul tried to take David's life, plot to kill him. 
But each time Saul tried, he will fail. David was always ahead of Saul. Why? Because David's heart was with God. Saul hunted David day after day, but God did not let him be found. God protected David because David's heart was right with God. In Psalm 119, verse 11, Psalm 119, it says, Thy word, O Lord, have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. David obeyed the word of the Lord so that he will not sin against his Lord, against the Lord. And because of that, he dare not even touch the one that is seeking to destroy his life, seeking to kill him. David went into, was in hiding and saw pursue him to a place where David was able to go to Saul while he was sleeping and cut off a bit of his garment, his robe, and then show it to Saul after. And Saul says, no, my son David, you are more righteous than I am. David's life didn't matter to him, even to the point that his enemy is trying to kill him, yet he will not take vengeance on his enemy. He says, touch not my anointed. God has, David says, you know, um, we are not to touch the Lord's anointed. He will not touch God's anointed. If Saul is going to die, God is going to take Saul's life, not him, David. I'm talking about the secret of Saul's, I mean, the secret of David's success as a king. He was so, he, 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 he was so right with God. He had the fear of God in him, so much so that even the person that has been plotting against his life, not once, not twice, day in and day out, Saul, from the time David became king, and from the time uh, David um, over, um, killed Goliath, and the women shouted, David, uh, Saul has killed 1,000, David 10,000. From that time, Saul's life, uh, Saul's entire life was dedicated to kill David. He set out his life to, to kill David. But he never succeeded. Why? Because David will not take vengeance. You see, we need, you know, Romans talks about with good we destroy evil. 
We will never destroy evil with evil. So David will not destroy Saul with evil. But he always turned good unto, uh, unto Saul. And as a result of that, David eventually uh, overcame Saul. In 2 Samuel 24 verse 4, that's the story where we see David cut off um, a corner of Saul's robe. Psalm 119, Psalm 119, 162. I rejoice at thy word. I rejoice in your word like an like one who finds a great treasure. David, right in Psalm 119, he says, I rejoice in your word as one who finds great treasure. The word of the Lord is what kept David from doing wrong. You say, well, David did wrong. Yes, he did wrong. He did wrong. But you see, God says David is a man after my own heart. Even when David did wrong, he repented. When Saul did wrong, Saul couldn't be bothered to repent. And this is our biggest problem in life. Sometimes when we make a mistake, it is important for us to repent is important for us to change our ways. It's important for us to admit our faults and, and seek for help. But when we put barriers and we will not admit our fault, we will not say, you know, Lord, forgive me, I've done wrong. We, when we will not do that, we make it difficult for to, to, to get any help from anywhere. And God will not condone sin unless we repent. He can't, he can't do nothing with us. So we, we, need, we need to change our ways. We need to see how um, David became successful. If you look at the account, you will see several, several, several times that David um, uh, uh, saw, David's running away from Saul, but Every time, every time Saul goes out, he's after David. To the, to the end that Saul loses his life in a battle. That one that came and brought the report, that's David, my Lord, now you have peace. God has given you peace. Saul is now dead. He, he died with his son, Jonathan. And David gets really upset. You would think David would be laughing. Say, now Saul is dead. I, I will have some peace. No, that's when he said to the guy, he said, how dare you? How do you get this boldness to touch the Lord's anointed? And the guy lost his life. 
David respected Saul so much that he would he dared not touch his life. Whoever that God has put in your life, you need to respect the individual. The Bible tells us vengeance is mine. I will repay. Give it all unto the Lord and let the Lord take care of that situation. It's not yours. God knows. Nothing takes God by surprise. God knows that situation. God knows every situation. Allow him to deal with it on your behalf. Don't take it in your own hands. You might mess it up. God bless you. Let's pray. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray that this word will touch someone who needs it and bring a transformation, a change of direction onto their life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks for listening. If you were blessed by today's message, why not share it with a loved one? And as always, stay connected by visiting our website at www.lwmi.org.uk. We hope you were blessed.